Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. That is the completely honest and never-ending story of me getting my own house under control. And as I figure out what works and what doesn't work, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that do work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. This is podcast number 42. Thank you for joining me. You can go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S on the end uh, to get these show notes for this podcast. Um, you can also go to aslobcomesclean.com slash connect to find links to all of my social media channels, including Pinterest and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those lovely places where you just are on the internet. So I'd love to connect with you in those places. I'm going to talk today about one in, one out. This is one of the most basic organizing concepts that exists. This is one of those things that comes more naturally for some people than it does for others. Um, Part of the truth about most organizing advice is that it's written by organized people and their brains work very differently than how my brain works. So sometimes I tend to be lost when someone is giving organizing advice. Um, And that's been a big part of my own personal deslobification process is accepting that, okay, just because it doesn't necessarily make sense to me doesn't mean that I have to give up. It just means, okay, hey, I can either take some of it or leave it and figure out my own way to keep my own house under control. Or sometimes it just takes me a little longer, a little different, you know, route to understanding what they're talking about. The one in one out rule is one that I've heard mentioned many times by expert organizers in passing. Okay. In passing is not enough for me because one in one out made no sense. Uh, They would say, well, you know, I mean, obviously, if you get something new at the store, then you just, you know, you need to follow the one in one out rule and (laughs) replace the one you already have. And I was like, okay, what? Um, I talked about this in my podcast on containers and limits and how they'll change your life. But um, the one in one out rule works like this. Well, actually, let me tell you first how it doesn't work. And that is how it didn't work for me. So let's say this is what I was thinking. You know, I think the example used was uh, a pair of socks. So you get a new pair of socks. Well, then you replace an old pair of socks. You take out the pair that you don't like. Well, I mean, now I get what they're talking about, but here was my problem. My sock drawer would not close. I could not get it closed. It was so full of socks that I didn't, you know, replacing one pair, like what in the world was the point of if I got a new pair of socks, taking out an old pair of socks. That wasn't going to make any difference because it wasn't going to close anyway. And so that is why it did not make any sense to me, which I now look at and I go, oh my word, really? But through the process of realizing once I had decluttered socks, once I'd already decluttered without worrying about the one in one out rule, the one in one out rule is post decluttering strategy. It is not a decluttering strategy. 
it's a clutter prevention strategy, but you have to declutter first. And then this is how you prevent recluttering, which I'm so not perfect at because I'm actually an expert at recluttering, um, which is why I have to declutter so much. But it is the way to prevent clutter from happening again as quickly. <clears throat> we'll just say that. All right. So it is not a decluttering strategy. Strategy. It's a clutter prevention strategy. So once I decluttered my sock drawer, okay, not worrying about this one in one out rule, but didn't even enter my mind. I just went through and said, you know what? There's a lot of socks in here that I will never ever wear because I don't like them. They're ugly. They have a hole. They don't feel good. They fall down inside my shoe. They feel funny on that little part of my foot. And you know, I'm kind of picky with this stuff. So, um, but I kept them all, <laughs> even though I say I'm picky about socks, you know, I, I still kept them. Um, cause you just never know. You never ever know when you're going to need that other pair of socks. And so you might as well keep it. Why not? But once I was in this mode of, okay, seriously, I have too much stuff. I'm about to lose my mind and was getting rid of stuff. And I purged my drawer to the point where it could actually close. Like my sock drawer could close and open easily. I could find things in it. Well, then the next time that I got socks, this might've actually happened with a t-shirt drawer. I don't know, but let's just use socks for the example. The next time I got socks, new socks, I went to go put them in my drawer. Well, I started to put them in my drawer and I went, wait a minute, these new socks are going to mean that I can't close my drawer anymore. <laughs> I really loved closing my drawer. Well, then it hit me what people were talking about with this one in one out rule. Oh, so when I get new socks and I still want my drawer to be able to close, instead of just shoving the new socks in with the old socks, which is what I had always done and never saw any reason not to do, then the way to let my drawer continue to close is to take out a pair of old socks for every new pair that I brought in. And that is the one in one out rule. It's not a decluttering concept. It's a clutter prevention concept. So I get it now. So I'm going to give you several examples that, um, of me and using this because I personally need examples to go, Oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've got a situation like that too. So one that was very recent for me was, um, I got new, um, what are they? Storage containers, food storage containers, kind of moving away from plastic, uh, and into glass. And part of this is my mother had given me a small set of glass storage containers. I think it was last Christmas. And I thought, Oh, these are great. I've thought about going to glass. Okay. Well, I got them and I loved them. I mean, I'm telling you, I love those things. They, I, let's just be honest, glass gets cleaner in the dishwasher than plastic. Like I, it just does. I, I don't, I don't know. They just are cleaner and I love them anyway. Plus for other reasons of health reasons and all that, you know, I like to deal in glass instead of plastic. So I've gotten these new ones. I really loved them. And I started to think, and I'd gotten rid of some Okay. When I got the new glass ones, I got rid of some of the plastic. Well, the plastic were getting kind of, you know, my husband takes, um, real food leftovers every day for lunch. He doesn't eat sandwiches or anything like that. So, um, I mean he will, but he prefers not to. So he, he takes these containers. Well, it was getting to where, you know, the lids weren't fitting that great anymore. And they were just old. I mean, these were things that I had from when I was a Tupperware lady before I got married and I've been married 
15 and a half years now. So, you know, these are, these were getting pretty old and I put everything in the dishwasher cause that's how I roll. Cause why not? You know? Um, and so things were getting a little bit warped and a little bit imperfect. And I know that there's replacement policies and all that kind of stuff and lifetime guarantees, but whatever. Um, I wasn't ever going to do that. I wanted these new glass ones and they went on sale at Costco and I'd missed it the time before. So I made sure I got these and I brought them home. I washed them and I went, okay. And I have to tell myself over and over as I'm going to put these away that if I'm getting new storage containers, that means I have to get rid of my old ones. I know it's like so obvious. This is kind of the thing that separates the, um, slob brains from the normal brains. But I mean, really it's obvious to other people. It didn't used to be obvious to me. So, okay. Instead of just shoving them in, which is what I used to would have done, um, shoving them in and guaranteeing that my head is going to get, or, you know, my toe is going to have stuff fall on it when I, I open the cabinet door. Um, you know, I take out and I say, okay, well I've got new stuff. So I need to get rid of the old stuff. Wasn't necessarily one for one because, I had random other pieces, you know, that I just said, oh, wait, I don't need this. And as I'm going through that, then I ended up doing even more decluttering. But that is the key is, you know, when you get something new, replacing instead of adding. Uh, one example that I wrote a long time ago was, you know, I got a new can opener. I had a can opener. Um, I like the kind that like snap in place because I have carpal tunnel. And so that keeps uh, me from having to squeeze them the whole time that I'm opening the can. So they snap into place. Well, I had one that I absolutely loved. I think my kids got it for me for Christmas or something because I always try to ask for very specific things that I want so I don't get junk. Um, but so I had this can opener and it just quit doing its job. It just wasn't working great. But it, I could get a can open. I mean, if I worked hard enough at it, the can would open. You know, I mean, it might take me... 12 times as long as it should, but in a pinch, yes, this would work. Well, I got a new can opener and I was really excited about my new can opener. But what was my first thought as I put it in there and I saw the old can opener was, well, I have to keep the old can opener because, you know, what if this new one goes out on me? I mean, what if this new one has problems? Well, then I'll be able to to, you know, I mean, even though this other one is really, really difficult to use and almost worthless, it'd be better than if this new one completely broke, then I would have this other one that barely works. And so I have both of them. Well, that mentality is one of the reasons why my house was so cluttered because I just didn't, I kept thinking, well, I'll, I'll keep the old one just as an extra for when I'm desperate. You know, it was always me planning on being desperate, always me thinking of the worst case scenario. When I realize, wait a minute, I lived for however many years, I don't think that can opener lasted all that long, but let's say I lived for three years with one can opener and I survived great. Even after it quit working, I survived just fine. And yet here I'm thinking that I need to keep this old one when I've got a brand new one that surely is going to work for several years. I still think I need to keep that old one that really doesn't even work. And that is part of the mentality that I've had to fight against in this whole clutter process, decluttering process, is not doing that anymore. Okay, another example that I give is um, food in the refrigerator. Oh my goodness, I'm so not the queen of making sure my fridge is cleaned out. But, um, like, 
Okay, so I, I have this post, and I'll link to it in the show notes for podcast number 42. But this jar of olives. So I was walking through Aldi, and I see olives. And I actually think in the moment when I'm seeing olives, oh, that's right. My husband recently, when we had, you know, we'll get the $5 pizzas, and then he'll doctor it up with the stuff that he likes. He had gotten the olives out and started to use them and said, oh, I don't know how old these olives are. I'm thinking they're not okay. And so he didn't use them, which can I just tell you, my husband has an iron stomach and he's like the greatest gift to me um, as far as he will eat any kind of left. I'm, I'm telling you, the man will eat anything and not get sick. It's amazing. It really is horrifying to me, actually. I'll be like, no, please throw that away. And instead he eats it and he's fine. But so if he's not going to eat these olives, then nobody's going to eat these olives. Well, we put them back in the fridge. Okay, I mean, that that's honestly the biggest mistake, right? They were back in the fridge. So I get these olives at the store, and I think to myself, when I get home, I need to make sure that I throw away the old olives that nobody's going to eat, but for some reason we put back in the fridge. We're not going to worry about that. We're just going to say that's my reality that I'm dealing with right now. So I get home, and I have to talk myself through this over and over. I say, don't forget. When you put the new olives in the fridge, take the old olives out. New olives in, old olives out. Because here's, here's what actually ends up happening in that situation with food. We open up the new olives because they're new. We eat some of them. We enjoy them. And then we put them back in the fridge, but we never took out and threw away the old ones. And guess what happens? Now, all of a sudden, the new ones and the old ones pretty much look the same. And yeah, you can check the dates on them, but sometimes you go, wait a minute, did I get this? I don't remember. Okay, just as I'm bringing new things in to put in the fridge, if there's already one like that, that's questionable, take it out. Okay, take it out and throw it away. That's what I have to do. Other times when I've had, and this is part of my reason why I'm going through all of this. I know that some people think you're crazy, but for me, I still have to talk myself through this concept every single time. Like last Christmas, again, I told my kids exactly what I wanted and I wanted some new washcloths. So one of my kids got me new washcloths for Christmas and I was so excited to have them because seriously, my old washcloths were nasty. That's why I asked for new ones. I mean, they really, I'm pretty sure that they were the ones I found in the bottom drawer of a dresser that we got after my grandparents passed away. And according to my aunt, my grandma, I think my mom has told me this too, but she bought new washcloths all the time. I mean, like all the time she bought new washcloths. So it kind of was this fun little, oh, these are my grandma's washcloths. And I can remember her washing my face off with those. And, you know, so there were these memories, but they were nasty. It's 15 years later. And they were, I mean, like holes and they're like brown and gross and they're raggedy on the edges. And so I get these new washcloths and what do I do? I just wash the new washcloths and then pile them on top of the old ones in my um, washcloth stand, little dealie that I have. Yeah, I had to stop myself and realize probably, I think it was the second time I had washed the new ones and put them away. 
I looked in there and went, wait a minute, I got new washcloths. Getting new washcloths means that I need to get rid of my old washcloths. Those are rags now. And those were not even really fit to go become cleaning rags. I mean, these were like falling apart. They had nothing left in them. That was what I was, but at the same time, I think, yeah, but in a pinch, I could still use those. You know, I mean, they still will. You can put a little soap on them and you can scrub something up. The reality is I now had new ones that could do the job better, that looked better, that made me feel better and enjoy my home more. I need to get rid of the old ones because the new ones are coming in. That was the concept. Um, I've also talked in another post about one in, one out and schedules. You know, that time is finite and it's limited and my day is a container and only so many things will fit in my time fit in my schedule and if unfortunately if I really want to do some new great thing well then I have to take something else out of my schedule because I can't just put it in or my brain will explode which happens on a fairly regular basis um this reminds me of I listened to a podcast called um inspired to action with Kat Lee I recommend that it's a Christian focused, um, mom focused podcast where she interviews various people. And one of the people that she interviewed was Lisa Turkhurst and, um, of Proverbs 31 ministries. And she was, um, she's written a, a book and I don't remember the name of the book. I'm sorry, but, uh, I will try to link to that podcast in the show notes, but she was talking about just various things. I think she was talking about schedules and things like that, but, um, she used the example of, hearing a professional organizer once on a show, you know, who had reorganized someone's closet, they said, okay, your closet is organized now. The only way for this to stay organized is for you to, every single time you bring something new into your closet, if you get a new shirt, you need to remove an old shirt. If you get new pants, you need to remove an old pair of pants. You have to, um, which for those of you in England, I'm sorry that I said that, but this is not a bad word. Uh, anyway, um, pants here is like slacks, I guess, not underwear. Anyway, um, so, uh, but the point was, it that is the only way for it to stay organized, which is like I was talking about in the beginning. It's not a decluttering concept. It's not an organizing concept. It's a maintenance concept. Once it's decluttered, the only way for it to stay decluttered is to use the one in, one out concept and principle. And that is absolutely, totally a difficult thing for me, (laughs) but it's really, really key for me to remember. Um, okay. I am going to stop there. I am going to, oh no, I have one more. I have one more story. I'm sorry. I just saw it on here. Um, so my husband, uh, we had, I had left early. My, one of my kids was running a triathlon, a kid's triathlon. And, uh, those things are like crazy early in the morning. If y'all do that, I'm so impressed. Um, but really, I mean, we had to be up at the crack of dawn or before the crack of dawn really and be ready. And so I had, because my husband had something he had to do here, uh, and it was an hour away. I had driven up, stayed with my parents and was taking him. And then my husband was going to come up and meet us. And I said, can you please bring my toothbrush. Well, my husband, um, (laughs) my husband, um, texted me back and said, which one is your toothbrush? 
Now you have to understand we have separate sinks, which I think is really helpful for our marriage. Um, we have separate sinks. I have my own sink. There should only be my toothbrush over there. And there was only my toothbrush over there, but there were three toothbrushes there. Three. Now I knew which one was mine when I was there. I could look at them and go, well, of course. But when he starts to ask me, which one is your toothbrush out of the three in your toothbrush holder that is sitting right there, then I have to stop and think, what color is my toothbrush right now? I would know if I was looking at it, but I don't necessarily know just you asking me what color my toothbrush is right now. So it just shows one of those, you know, it's not a natural thing. For me, I get a new toothbrush out, and as long as there are four slots in my toothbrush holder, then why would I need to throw the old ones away? Because I remember which one is my current one that I'm using. Oh my goodness, whatever. Um, but it does make life more complicated because then you have to go and declutter. And that produces a decluttering project that's really just toothbrushes I should have thrown away when I first got my new one. See, so if I would have just done the one in one out with my toothbrush, then that wouldn't have been a decluttering project, which I know getting rid of tooth toothbrushes is not one, but it turns into that. That's how these decluttering projects happen for me. That for somebody else are like, how in the world does that turn into a decluttering project? Well, it does to me, okay? But that is just one more example of yeah, um, how this concept works and how it makes a positive effect and how it <laughs> not doing it um, causes problems. So, Thanks for joining me. Again, this is podcast number 42. And um, go to find the show notes at aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts. Do want to remind you that um, if you are feeling overwhelmed with clutter, if you feel like you're drowning in clutter, I do have an ebook called Drowning in Clutter uh, that takes you through decluttering concepts and decluttering strategies to help you change your perspective on clutter in your home and also to help you work through that clutter because I personally have had to work through so much clutter in my own home that I had to come up with strategies to work through it as quickly and easily and angst as angst freely as possible. So thanks for joining me. I will see you next week. Bye.